Hey everybody, how's it going? Brad Hussey here from the Marketing Honestly Show. This is episode number eight, and in today's short little episode, we are going to be discovering the topic of generosity and goodwill in your business. Hey my friend, welcome to Marketing Honestly, a podcast that attempts to answer the question, can you make a good living as an online marketer without sacrificing your integrity, values, and faith? Or are internet-powered entrepreneurs simply destined for sketchy sales tactics, false scarcity, and hypey marketing in order to succeed? I believe it's possible to build ethical and sustainable online businesses that place people before profit and service above sales. My name is Brad Hussey, and I'm on a mission to make honest marketing the best marketing. So when I sent out an email not long ago asking readers and listeners of the show of Marketing Honestly, I wanted to know, okay, what sort of things do you want me to talk about? What questions do you have about business, about running an honest online marketing business, how to use ethical marketing, everything like that? And so one of the emails I got uh, from a reader, he asked, from a business perspective and a faith perspective as well, if you want to go there, what's your take on how to be generous? Have you got any examples where generosity, quote unquote, comes back to you, as they say? And how do you manage this without people taking advantage of you? Well, I'm going to answer this by sharing something I wrote on the Marketing Honestly blog. If you go to marketinghonestly.com, you can check out one of the latest blog posts. I call it generosity. It's not about you. And this is basically what it is that I said. So generosity in life, we're going to do it in two sections. It's generosity in life and generosity in business. I believe that a good rule of thumb in life is to default to generosity without expectation of anything in return. The Cambridge Dictionary defines generous as willing to give money, help, kindness, etc., especially more than is usual or expected. But I think that we need to add without expectation of anything in return, because that's real generosity. The more you expect from the receiving party as a result of your kindness lessens how genuine the generosity is. Would you agree? Now, don't get me wrong. You can still act charitably with some level of expectation. Like, for example, when you donate money to a charity with the expectation of a tax credit in return. But real generosity means that you're sacrificing something for the betterment of another. If you expect something in return, you're offering a loan. Especially if you expect more in return than what you gave. For example... I gave him a full day of my time at no charge. Therefore, I expect him to pay me back with at least double that time. So with generosity in life, default to generosity without expectation of anything in return. Now in business, the definition of generosity doesn't really change when you apply it to your business matters. We need to first understand that being generous in business does not mean that you're for-profit venture must now become a non-profit charity. As honest and ethical business owners, we must balance profit and people, service and sales, charity and cash flow. So should you aim to grow your business, generate profit, and create sustainable cash flow and expenses? Of course. But if in pursuit of your profit, you cannot make room for generous giving of your time, money, or kindness, just knowing that a section of it is not yours, well, that's when I think you're off base and you need to rethink your strategy and how you can incorporate generosity. 
But generosity is like a muscle that needs exercise. You can't just expect to be generous when you make enough money in the future or when you become more successful in the future or when you find more time in the future. If you aren't generous with what you have today, you will not be generous when you have more tomorrow. Now I'm going to drop some scripture on you here. Whether or not you're Christian or you believe in the Bible doesn't really matter. I think you're going to be able to extract the value and the message out of this. So this is from Mark chapter 12, verses 41 through 44. Jesus watched the crowd putting their money into the temple treasury. Many rich people threw in large amounts, but a poor widow came and put in two very small copper coins. Jesus said, truly, I tell you, this poor widow has put more into the treasury than all the others. They all gave out of their wealth, but she, out of her poverty, put in all she had to live on. So, how can we be generous in our business while maintaining profit and sustainability? And the same thing goes with life, in business and in life. How can we be generous and not only give out of surplus and wealth and the the excess that we have, but also to give just because it's right without the expectation of anything in return. So here's what I suggest. Make generosity a habit, like a muscle. You can't expect your muscle to grow and strengthen by doing nothing. You can't say, I will exercise more. I will exercise my muscles more when I have more muscles. No, you need to actually do something about it now. So make generosity a habit. Schedule it in. Make a budget for it. Just like you make a budget for your Netflix subscription, make a budget for your monthly charitable acts. Make a budget for for an auto withdrawal to a local charity or church or person in need. Same with your time. Sometimes your time, often your time is actually way more valuable than the money that you give. So offer your time. Put it in every second Thursday afternoon or every Sunday or whatever it is that you're, you want to do. Schedule in time for generosity. Here are just a couple other ideas. For business owners specifically, create some free resources. Make it easy for somebody to access your intellectual capital and expertise and training and teaching for free. It'll only work to your benefit because in the very least, if they don't do anything, if they consume your free material, blog posts, podcasts, guides, video tutorials, whatever it is, and they don't book you as a client, that's fine. You still were able to help and be generous without expectation of anything in return. Sometimes that person actually turns into a client. Okay. You can offer scholarships for your courses or your programs. So if you have a course and you're charging $500, $1,000 or more, not everybody's going to be able to afford that $500 or $1,000 or $2,000 or $5,000, okay, for your course, your program, or your service. Offer a scholarship where people can apply. And you get to select a person or a couple people per month or per quarter, whatever your policy is, to access your paid product for free. Freely give away your time to an unexpecting person or customer. You could just... Pick somebody out of your email list, pick somebody out of your contact list and just send them a message or send them a phone call and just say, Hey, you know, it's me, Brad. I just wanted to check in to see how everything is going and offer you, uh, whatever it is that you offer for free. You can auto deposit five to 10% or more if you want, but five to 10% is a good rule, uh, where it's where, where you can realistically incorporate that into your budget. 
auto deposit five to 10% of it, of your profits to a charity, your church, or a deserving person. Just say 10% of that or 5% of that, whatever you want to work up to is not mine. That's not mine. That needs to go to this place or that place or that person or that movement or that charity. Okay. You can offer a compassion pricing option. When you do a marketing or a promotion push for a product or a service, and let's say it's a service and it's a higher ticket service to five, $10,000 in your marketing for it, you have ads running or whatever you're doing, make it clear in your copy or in your frequently asked questions or in an email or a phone call, whatever, that you offer compassion pricing for people who will be, who would be able to get the value and the transformation that you're offering, but offer them a price that they can afford. And you can do it based on a phone call, an application, however you want that process, you know, that policy to, to work, but offer that as an option. You don't have to be so rigid on your price. If you can't afford this, then you can't afford my service. That's just being, that's just being a jerk. Okay. And then finally you can create productized versions of your premium priced offerings and then sell them at affordable rates. So if you normally offer a highly customized premium branding package for clients and it starts at $10,000. Great. That's wonderful because then there are clients at that level who want that investment and the value you're going to be able to, to bring to the table because of that investment. But there are clients and under that you could still serve and help them level up or transform by creating a productized version of your branding service. So it could be a course, it could be a group a uh, workshop where once a month or once a quarter, you offer a workshop in a live format, whether in person or online using, you know, Crowdcast or Zoom or any of the webinar tools that I've talked about. If you check out marketinghonestly.com on the guides and the resources, I've got resources and uh, information on how you can start your selling on webinars in an ethical manner. But I digress. Getting back on the point here, you can offer that productized workshop for 10 people at an affordable rate to coach them through, to teach them, to show them how to, to, uh, you know, get access to your expertise or your service, or it could be a productized service where maybe you have a team member you train to deliver the service for you. And it's repetitive. It uses a template or it uses, you know, a similar structure so that it's not highly customized. It's more of a repeatable, uh, service offering. So those are some ideas to make generosity a habit in your business. And the same rules apply to your personal life. Make generosity a habit. And when you can, then this is, this is hard for a lot of people. It was especially hard for me. And it still is hard. Be generous without the need for attribution or honor. So what I mean by that is when you donate, say, for example, if you were to donate money and it comes with the the glory of having your name splashed all over it. So-and-so donated this much money. Uh, look how great they are. As Jesus says, don't let your right hand see what your left hand is doing, or it could be the opposite way. But the idea is that do it without the need to be put up on a pedestal. That's a challenge because people like that feeling, that high of seeming important. But if you're being truly generous, it's a sacrifice. It actually takes something from you and gives it to another without an expectation of anything in return, at least in this life. So do it not out of surplus and wealth, but just because it's right. Perhaps it will come back to you. 
Maybe what goes around comes around. Maybe it'll come back to you. But that's not the point because generosity is not for you. It's for the other. Well, friends, that's it for today. Thanks for the chat. If you like what I'm doing here at Marketing Honestly, you can show your support by subscribing to the show, leaving a review, sharing with a friend, or heading to marketinghonestly.com for more radical ways to build an ethical online business without the hype. Thank you for listening. My name is Brad Hussey, and remember, honesty is the best marketing. Marketing.